0: My name Mark Karski, I love you guys. Even Give it up for Mark Karski, making it look easy. What's going on guys? Uh, it is the 24th episode, going to the Comedy Shrine right now. Uh, going to be working on, so I gotta talk about this black eye that I have. It's not from a fight, it's from fainting. Um, going to talk about Let's see what, I don't really remember at this second, that's kind of what, like, I would have to, like, look at my bullet points, um, one let's actually do that really quick, before we start going here, so, we got hate small talk, tinder matches, black eye, this one girl who didn't care about the tattoos on her body, like, we were having a conversation, she's like, it seems like you don't care, uh, and ask people if anybody sucked their own dick, and shit like that, um, Little bit of crowd work and shit like that. See how that goes. Um, I feel like, I'm a little late, so I might get a bad spot. Uh, also, uh, it's snowing pretty hard. So, I mean, I don't know if there's gonna be a good crowd, like a good sized crowd, but either way, I'm excited to go. Um, I wanna just be you know, thinking about it on the way there. I'll be thinking about the set and what to say and stuff um like i was making fun of my jacket in the last episodes i probably won't wear it on stage uh i'm wearing a the yeezy hoodie now and it's fucking heavy and this thing is uh hot not heavy but like really hot and warm so yeah but i do have to address the black eye until it goes away like like or else everybody's gonna be thinking about it you know like what's going on with that why won't he say anything about that so at least that's what i've been like Told. like always address like what the audience might think like if there's something on you or something that stands out that's what I've heard from like comedians talk about in podcasts and shit like that but uh yeah it's a Thursday glad to be going out Uh, shout out to the comedy shrine shout out to you guys for watching and let's roll the fucking stand up hope I don't bomb okay love you anyway this next cover coming to the stage is probably never worn a condom in his entire life you know for Mark Karski! Yes. Yeah, that is painfully fucking true, dog. Dude, I will blast in any bitch, I promise, bro. Even if she just suggests it, bro, I don't even like my IQ's the condom, it doesn't even matter, man. Uh I learned a word though. Is Crystal in here? I learned a word from you at Quiplash. I think you were uh the first time I was at Josephine's, I heard I learned the word panel. Did, oh really? did you remember right that at the yeah. Quiplash? Do you guys know what panel was? Nope. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome. Look it up, it's tight. Six minutes, man, I can say hi to all of you individually. And still have five minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, let's address the black eye in the room, not the black guy, the black eye in the room. I did not get in the fight. This is the most pussy way possible to get a black eye. So I was, uh, I like watching police interrogations, right? They're very like inherently compelling. Like if a dude kills his whole family, I'm like, let's see what he has to say. Like maybe he has a point. <laughs> um, so I was watching one where the cops were coming and this guy tried to slit his throat and he didn't do it successfully. So there's the bandage around his throat, getting interrogated, he's talking about it. And I started getting woozy just listening to it, right? So I'm like, I need to get some air. I go out to get some air, and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking pass out. I walk inside, and I passed out, and I smacked my face on the hardwood floor, so that's where the black eye is from. I should just be like, yeah, some dude beat my ass, but I'm sorry, I that, that. I get terrible injuries, you know? One time, I threw out my back, washing my legs in the shower. <laughs> my homie was like, never tell anybody that. I was like, I'm gonna tell everybody. Uh, somebody else, somebody doesn't want to tell anybody. Uh, do you guys know who the Hollywood Ripper is? Does anybody know who that is? Yeah. Uh, really? I live in L.A. What? I'm is that in L.A.? L.A. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's my cousin. <laughs> Yeah, he killed three bitches. Two of them in Hollywood, one of them in Glenview, and they're like, who cares about the Glenview? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that. Fuck her, she's dead, there's two in Hollywood. One was Ashton Kutcher's girlfriend, she's important. <laughs> Due to association, okay. So, uh, Tinder, as people usually talk about, I need some advice. Any dudes here fucking get uh, ma- hot matches? Or ladies, guys get hot matches? Cool, what do you guys say to your hot matches? <laughs> what do you say, like, what's uh? anybody, what do you say to your hot, Ooh. if you match a well, hot person, you say woo, is that what you yeah. say? <laughs> you mess them. up, you're like woo, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody have like a go-to pickup line? <laughs> Career? No, come here. Career. That's come here. You just say come here. <laughs> <laughs> it works a lot better than you. How, okay, how, because I was like, that works 0% of the time. So how, many times, how many times does that work out of 10? I'm about four. <laughs> I mean, four bitches all come here. Man, I, mean, I got to see your profile. Bro. Those, probably, those pictures are fire. Does that happen every month or just Black History Month? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what I do when I get a hot tender match, I simply just unmatch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this up. There's no way this is gonna work out. Uh, like this one time I messaged a girl, like we had something in common. She went to, the, she's going to the college that I went to, and I was like, oh, how do you like ISU? And she unmatched me. <laughs> what the fuck was I supposed to talk about? Like, that was the most relatable thing. Can't just like talk about the things that are sexually attractive. <laughs> Cause like I saw this one viral video on Snap. There's this girl videotaping this dude on Snapchat, or not Snapchat, on Tinder, just swiping like crazy, swiping right. And I was like, isn't that how you're supposed to use Tinder? <laughs> What's wrong with that? You looking? You're looking like, you, you bagging four hoes like that. You're telling me you're looking? You're vetting all of these girls? Absolutely not, there's no way. Because <laughs> then it would be hundred percent zero. That'd be great. <laughs> it was actually four out of ten, man. I applaud you. You deserve a trophy. We should write a book, man. Men would be very interested in that. Um, but how much time do I got left, man? This six is very ambiguous. <laughs> Two. Thank God. Uh, so I hate small talk, right? Like to me, it's the most awful fucking thing on earth. Like my homie walked up to me once. He's like, "I like your coat." I was like. I like your coat too, and it's awkward because like, I'm clearly fucking lying. Like I don't know how to respond to somebody when they want to give you a compliment. Like, this one bitch at this uh, Super Bowl party was talking about my tattoos and of she wanted to ask me questions about them. I'm just like, It seems like you don't care about my tattoos. And I was like, Ah. Ha, ha. <laughs> Holy shit, the halftime show's on. You want to watch that? God, I literally got saved by the halftime show. Um, this other time i was having almost had a conversation this chick asked me she was she asked me what i did for a living told her because who doesn't like talking about themselves and then i accidentally asked her what she did for a living i was like what do you do and i trailed off quietly and quickly enough to where she didn't hear me and i just uh i left i left the party i went home i did not want that conversation to potentially happen all right, I'm gonna end on this. There's this one dude, his, uh, his dad, we were in middle school, okay, his dad was a preacher, which is a huge red flag. Um, yeah. Like, I was at a urinal, and he put his hand on my right shoulder and was like, let's pray. I was like, I'm not. I was like, I'm Jewish, I'm not, but I was like, get your fucking hand. My hand is on my dick right now, Tommy. Um, but you guys let me know was lying when he said this. <clears throat> he screamed out in class, I don't masturbate. think he was lying? Yeah. yeah. I think he masturbates the most. (laughs) Thank you, Tommy Harrison. I appreciate you for saying that out loud. Who said that out loud in a class? Who are you going to fucking... I like standing like this, actually. This feels powerful with (laughs) the (laughs) microphone. I feel like, um, I almost said Putin. Holy shit, that would have been bad. (laughs) He's really in it right now, huh? That's... I care about that situation. (laughs) I'm Mark Hersky. I love you, Goodbye. Yo, what's going on, guys? I just got out of the Comedy Shrine. Uh, it is currently, let's see, fucking 10.35. Uh, I think it went good. I think I did good tonight. Um, it feels like, I, I don't know if I, I don't want to be like full of myself or anything like that, but it feels like, I don't know if there's been a change recently, but it kind of seems like it to me. that I kind, Not like I'm, like I'm, Well, I I guess I am in the process of figuring it out, right? That's, like, what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to do. But I guess I'm glad I'm fucking recording all these because I just feel... I I like that I can see the progression and stuff like that when I'm going to go back and reflect on them. But what I really like is that uh, right on the the thick of it, I can fucking, you know, feel the difference. I can feel the consistency, like, consistently. It's not like like I'm killing or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not uh, tearing the fucking house down. I'm not getting uh, booked and stuff. But you know, I just started and shit like that. So I think it's going pretty good. Um, tonight I did some, uh, I, I didn't get all my jokes or some shit I forgot. We got six minutes and I somehow, um, I think I did like most of the time. We So we usually get five minutes. And tonight was a six minute set because there wasn't that many comics. Um, and it was just all all comics in the crowd. I don't think there was one person who wasn't a comedian actually. Except for like anybody who worked there. Um, but I think you'll be able to see in the video when, oh shit, when I like go off topic. I feel like it, there's a change in my face a little bit. Uh, like how I talk changes uh, the speed. I think I sound a little bit more like relaxed. But like when I do crowd work or anything and like talk to people my I feel like I can see a change in my face I become comfortable and stuff like that. So I think just dabbling with a couple parts of crowd work obviously uh, each set like one or two. Um, like this time I forgot to ask people if they ever sucked their own tried to suck their own dicks before I forgot about that I forgot about a couple other things but it's alright that's why. Uh, like I used to be super hard on myself about stand up sets and like if I missed one I would like feel super bad about it which doesn't make sense cuz like it's like you shouldn't freak out about not going to the gym because you just you're just gonna go tomorrow right you have to do it every single day consistency is far more important far more important than intensity Um, like going to the gym one day for seven hours is worse than going to the gym every day for 30 minutes type shit so this is just working it out getting better working that muscle and shit like that but I think it's going good so far um, and I think this time went well, as well, I think I shouldn't have done, the only reason I think I shouldn't have done the crucified thing after I did, I said, uh, are you only fucking the Matrix because of Black History Month or whatever, I think that, um, made people go, like, uh, don't get so full of yourself, don't get so full of yourself, put that. don't do the fucking side of the cross, dude, don't get full of yourself, you piece of shit, but uh, you know, I thought that was, I thought it was good, it went good. I, told, I talked about a couple things I didn't even plan to talk about, things that just popped in my mind. Uh, just kind of riffing and seeing, you know, like trusting myself, I guess, and just seeing how material that just pops into my mind that I want to talk about and see how that goes. I kind of did that here and there, was just if it popped in my mind, talk about it. Like the uh, Hollywood Ripper, that I did not have written down at all, that just came out of nowhere. But, um, alright. Love you guys. I had a great time. I appreciate you. Mwah. What's going on, guys? This is episode 24 of The Comedian, about to be episode 25 tonight. That's crazy. Like, I get myself, um, like, uh, a gift every time I hit a milestone. So the first milestone was do stand-up one time, then it was 10 times, then 25 times, then uh, 50 times, 100 times, 250, 500, 1,000. You know, we'll see. But I think having those little milestones, I think I'm going to compare them, Um maybe the 25th set to the first set, maybe, and then the 50th, 25th and first, and then the 100th and first, or something like that, I think they're definitely the 100th and first episode, comparing just the stand-up, will be fucking, uh, will be very fucking cool to see, just because, like, I think it's really cool when I hear a, a set, or a bit from before, or like, and I hear it again, like, I'll hear it either um, on the person's new special and I'll watch them on YouTube and hear them working out that set or just hear a different version of that set is, uh, I think it's cool to see. And I think it's cool to see things develop and stuff like that. And to compare, especially like a beginning stand up to a hundred times to see the difference between that. Um, I think everything's going really well. Like I think maybe the past three episodes are the best I've done so far um, if you guys let me know what you guys think I'm t- the one that you guys just saw um, I think I was doing well I had, the times I did the best is when I didn't use my notepad when I was just like when I would close it or kind of not look at it and just start talking about things that just came that popped into my mind I'm trying to remember that one thing that popped into my mind oh about the Hollywood Ripper that just randomly popped in my mind I didn't have that planned there were a couple other things I had planned on the notepad that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think I'm just going to go with bullet points and then whatever pops in my mind that I want to talk about in the moment while I'm up there I'll go ahead and do it and not worry about it Um, I just I think the more I go up the more I can trust myself with having like a thought and going off on that thought Um, and then just bringing it back to what I want to talk about Um, tonight is uh, I'm going to be doing a shotgun set which is an improvised set Uh, they just give me what to talk about and I talk about it. I riff for the whole time, uh, and that's very, very difficult. Uh, today is January 28th, um, so that – and it's it's so difficult. Like, there's no um, – I think every comedian, even if they're, like, pros, like, just riff. Like, you're supposed to go up there with some sort of idea of what you're talking about, but just riffing it is hard, but it's a good way to keep you on your toes and good practice and stuff like that, and you don't have to prepare for it. And you could also just fucking bail if you really wanted to. Um, but I like doing it. And I think I'm the best when I'm just like off the cuff and stuff like that. Like this, I don't prepare for. I don't prepare for my comedy videos. I just do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't think, just do. Um but with this one I noticed that there were a couple of lull moments, like where it was just like low moments where there wasn't um funny, or like if I was just telling the story about how I got my black eye, thank God that's pretty much gone because I'm sick of addressing it. It's like hard. So, I didn't really when I addressed it, it wasn't to make people laugh. It was just like just to address it. So people aren't just staring at it and wondering. I should have just said I fainted and smacked my face on the ground. But I wanted to tell the story just to see, I guess, where it goes and stuff like that. But um, I think it went well. Just like there were more, there were, you know, like I said, lulls. In there. I need to, um, is that the right word, a lull? It sounds like I'm saying LOL. But uh, like just just fill it with more. Laughter, obviously, more jokes, more points to make people laugh at because I'm just the it seems like what I'm the setup is just too long before the punchline, right? Uh, luckily, I mean, I watch all my videos, I feel like everybody not everybody doesn't, but a lot of people don't watch their videos of their stand up. I think that's extremely beneficial. Um, and I'm noticing like, so this is Monday, I filmed that thursday and now i'm reviewing it um but i'm all, I'm doing a set tonight so i was like i think it'll be super beneficial to review it and talk about it the day that i'm going to be going to do stand up usually i do it the next day and stuff like that but i gave it a couple of days uh, i haven't done stand up since thursday there was none except for there was i think there might have been one friday but everything else is in the city like on saturday and sunday they didn't have one But it's Monday now, and I'm glad. I'm hyped to go up. Did I already say that they're doing a podcast at the Comedy Shrine? Uh, It's the place that I usually go to on Mondays and Thursdays. They're doing a podcast called Before the Mic or something like that. And today, uh, I'm going to be on there with another comic. It's 30 minutes, and we're just going to be talking shop, talking comedy and all that stuff. 30 minutes isn't a lot of time, so there's not... And there's two dudes he's interviewing. We'll see how it goes. I think it'll, it'll be good, though. It'll be a good time. Oh, I like all the people there. Um, but yeah, just to fill it with more funniness. Because up there, it's kind of like I'm talking to... It, it's like a, a little hint of talking to a group of friends. Because let me use... For example, at one time, I was out just at a party. My friend's birthday party recently. Um, and after doing stand-up, I was like... Since I've been doing stand-up now, now I... That's the only thing that's on my mind. Like, that's the only thing I really care about. That's the only thing I have to worry about that I'm in control of, really. Right? Like... I could I do YouTube videos. I don't, like, worry about making YouTube videos. Like, But stand-up, you could always get scared out of doing it, especially because you're new uh, and shit like that. But I know... Okay, I almost forgot what I was talking about. But the Like, I was telling a story with punchlines at a f- uh, friend's birthday, but I felt the anxiety of not getting a laugh immediately. But I, I brought it up to my friends. I was like, oh, I just noticed. I just started getting anxiety, like, as if I was on stage. But with you guys, I have... Way more, Like with your friends, you can talk as long as you want without being funny and then have a punchline at the end of the story. It could be interesting and then funny. On stage, it's got to be f- funny. You don't want it to be interesting. Nobody gives a fuck. And be Like this comic was really interesting. It could be interesting looking, say interesting things, but they have to be funny. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's always the critique I give after every single set, though, is more laughs. Uh, that's the critique for every comedian. Every comedian wants to, to get more laughs. That's obvious, you know? but just trying to maybe get to the punchline quicker. I think that there's too many words getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Like the set, like the set, yeah, like I said, the setup is just long too. a little bit too long. Like you want to every 12, like every 12 to 15 seconds, you want them to be engaged to laughing or else you're going to like lose them. They're going to be like, all right. Um, The best laugh, I got, and I think this was probably the best laugh I've ever gotten probably was the, um, when I was asking about Tinder and the dude says he gets four women out of 10, which is crazy by just saying, come here. Uh, and when I was like, is that how it usually happens or just during Black History Month? I thought that was was probably the biggest laugh I've ever gotten because that just came up on the spot and shit like that. So just imagine getting, see, the goalpost is now moved for me, which, uh, I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know when it would happen, how quickly, or at least I'm aware of it, right? Like the goal used to be get up on stage and just start stand-up. Now that I'm doing it consistently and it feels like it's a part of me, even though it takes about 65 times to create a new habit, um, it feels like there's really no... I mean, if I was to venture off the path and stop doing stand-up or for some fucking reason, like, not go to open mics, like, that would be a terrible fucking decision. Um, I feel super aligned when doing this and all of that shit. Like, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life. But what I was just saying about doing it, the goalpost moving. I have a hard, like, see, because I don't plan things. So, like, I just keep the talking going. It's like my brain thinks I went past the topic already. But the... um somebody commented saying I talk too fast on stage and then I, they're like, you should get a coach. Uh, are you retarded? <laughs> get a coach to talk slower. I talk fast all the time, but I thought that getting a coach was hilarious. Like, Hey man, I'm going to pay you to help me talk slower. Okay, sure. How about what's your first advice? Slow down. Okay. There you go. Um, But the goalpost has moved, right? Like, so it was just get on stage. But now it's, like, get my goal right now is to get the five minutes down, right, with with just laughs just the whole time would be so cool to me. And I know that's going to happen, and the goalpost is going to move to, like, get a spot somewhere or something like that. Um, Somebody asked me to do a 10-minute spot for their showcase. I appreciate them. I turned it down because I – haven't even done usually most of the time if you guys watch I don't do the full five minutes uh I think if I run out of things I want to talk to I always say I'm like I always say on the podcast I'm not going to be like ah, oh, hmm what else what else could we talk about today it's like get the fuck off the stage that's why I should have notes so you don't have to go hmm what else evidently nothing but uh if I, you know, if I finish, if that's what I want to talk about, I'm just going to get off the stage. I also, they'll play you off the stage. Like if they give you the light, which is easy to miss sometimes, sometimes I'll do it real quick, but they give you a second light and I don't want to get played off with music. That's embarrassing. So, but, uh, last, actually this last time I noticed I was talking so much and it's the longest I've probably ever talked on stage. My mouth started getting dry. I was like, I need a fucking a drink up here. Holy shit. Um. I think that's something you don't factor in. Like, you don't even... Like, some people will bring their drink up there for no reason. They don't touch it at all. Like, you're not going to be standing there at the mic with your fucking whiskey. Just... I mean, that would be great. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Because I don't got to bring a um, notebook up there or anything. Um, I'm just doing an improvised set tonight. I wonder what they're going to tell me to talk about. It's fun. It's exciting. Um... So is the podcast. I wonder. I was thinking about asking if I should film it and I was going to post it on here, but I think I might just link you guys to it. I asked them if they want me to film all the podcasts for them. And he said he's going to ask the manager of the place uh, about filming and stuff. But I think obviously, the, even if I bring this up today, I, I might, but we just have a, such a short window for the podcast. Um, like they're losing out on a lot of viewership, a lot, a lot of a potential audience by not having a video. All you have to do is press record on an iPhone and then you get extra views by posting it on YouTube. Like it's a, you're extending the reach of your audience by doing little to no extra work. Um, Now my podcast though, I know people who have podcasts who don't film them. There's still a thing, but I think if you are a person who has a podcast and you don't film it, you are stupid. Um, Doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. It's just me in front of the camera right now sitting in a chair and i'm still filming it i don't have to i could put like the last video i posted one of them like episode 18 or something like that i accidentally deleted the video that went along with the audio and i was like oh no i feel terrible they're not gonna have the video portion of it but i doubt anybody's just sitting there just holding their phone watching me talk in this spot to me you guys are probably walking away or having your headphones on or maybe the screen's off or something like that you're not just staring into my eyes unless you want to For everybody listening on the uh, audio streaming platforms, on all of them, by the way, except for SoundCloud, because they make you pay, fuck them. Uh, I stared into the camera and winked, so if you want to see that, you have to go. Go watch it on YouTube.com slash Mark Karski. But I think these last three to five times, something something's changed, and I do know what the change was. It was to not prepare. It just seems... uh. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Like, that's not what you should do, right? Like, usually I would write long form in a big, big notebook, long form. I would improvise the whole set, right, in my mind. I would improvise it like I was doing it on stage and write out what I would be saying and all this stuff. But then my mind would want to remember word for word what I wrote down. So then I moved on to making bullet points, but then my bullet points were too long. They became sentences and like jokes and stuff, So I was and I was trying to remember those, and I heard Tony Hinchcliffe tell some guy on Kill Tony. Kill Tony is a pod, live podcast where people go up, they get like 15 comics to come up, they pull out of a bucket, they get one minute on stage of stand-up, and they do a little interview. He told one of the guys, he was like, stop worrying about your fucking bullet points and just let it rip. And I was like, I'm going to do that like i said i don't prepare for any of this shit so why i prepare for that you know like my comedy videos do well and i don't prepare for them so it's just just trusting myself you know uh of course i'm like always thinking about it i'm always like adding writing down new jokes that i think of or like new points to it and stuff like that i message myself jokes on my phone uh and shit like that so my process is pretty much just me thinking about it, and just me kind of not not writing on stage because I know what I'm going there to talk about. But it's like in the moment, it's, it's I guess it's just hard to describe. I guess that's the main thing I'm also trying to figure out right now. Like the main thing is like how to write, but I think it's going well. But I don't want it to like feel like I'm not working, you know, like I'm not putting in the work. Like I don't want to have that feeling that you know, oh, if I wrote this could have been better if I. But, like, I would easily start putting more time into the thing that I think would give the most benefit to my stage time. And I think the thing that will give me most benefit to my stage time is stage time. Yeah, so that's, that's the best way to get good at something. I mean, that's how you get good at anything is by doing it. You can't just learn about it. Like, like Gary Vaynerchuk says, you could read all day about push-ups, but you got to do the push-ups type shit. But I think I'm going to edit there. Uh, I'm not going to just waste your guys' time just to fill some more airtime. I think it's going well, though. I do think there's been a little bit of a switch, a little bit of trusting myself a little bit more. We'll see where that goes. When I riff, I think it goes the best when I do crowd work. Crowd work is when I – like, there's a physical change when I do crowd work, like to my face and stuff. I'm, like, less worried. I seem more relaxed. I feel like I'm in the zone when I'm talking to people. It's weird, and I don't know why. I just got to try and get in that zone the whole time. And I'm excited to see when I get to that point, what happens after I get to that point and all of that shit. Only 24 times I've done this and it's, I'm having a great time. I'm seeing the growth and stuff like that. Um, you know, I would say at the place, I'm one of the best people there, like not to say I'm the best or anything like that, but like a lot of people have been doing this a lot longer and shit. And this isn't to like, uh, toot my own horn or anything, but like Tony Hinchcliffe said if you start up and then you notice quickly that you're one of the best there, I think other people would agree as well. Um, Like there's been people who've walked up and said like I was their favorite set of the night and shit like that, which is super dope. Um, And you shouldn't compare yourself to others. You should compare yourself to who you were yesterday, but it is a good sign. If you are up there with the people quickly, some of these people have been doing this for years, right? Uh, we, I, I've done a couple before, right? Like before um, when I started in November, that was the official start date. I did them before, um, but had to pick YouTube over stand-up, which I'm very happy I did because if I chose just stand-up, it's kind of it, – I heard people talking about it. Who was just talking about it? Joe Rogan and somebody else. Um, how it's not just going to the clubs – and getting known at the clubs and getting super good. It's also about posting it on YouTube and being like almost to be a YouTuber. A con- you have to be a content creator and YouTuber to get your name out there and do that shit. Like a lot of people are doing skits, podcasts, and they even the big guys are posting their YouTube uh, or their stand-up specials on YouTube. So this was the best thing I could have done. I'm so grateful for having put in this time and work to have two YouTube actually three, but one isn't monetized but that one's for fashion and art this one is for stand-up i'm glad that i got these good successful channels so far and uh, i can't wait to see where it goes i appreciate you guys so much for following along i appreciate you so much for watching and listening it means the fucking world to me if you want to support this channel uh go to patreon.com slash winebox if you can't or don't want to that's totally cool i totally understand uh like comment share subscribe tell everybody about it let's get the algorithm going Love you guys. Mwah.